Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Craig, what do you want to talk about? What's on your heart? What do you want to put words to, process together? I'd love to share a story and interact with you. Yeah. Yeah. What's the story? The story is for about the last year and a half, after following my chemotherapy treatment season, um, I have a new normal. Um, It affected me physically. There's things that I, I have to battle with now physically. But the biggest thing is this thing called chemo brain and where I lose in waves, particularly an ability to focus or multitask or to move from one task to another, short-term memory. And between the physical and the mental, it just felt like this was a dramatic change for me. And I didn't care for it. And the short story is um, pissed about it, not liking it. Um, realizing that after about a year, this is a new normal. It's not going to go away. And acknowledging I, I wish it was different. And I know God, I know God's the author of my story and that my frustration not liking this story was a reflection of my, um, something about my, my relationship with the Father and trust in his goodness, his sovereignty, his mm. story. So for the last, I guess, about a year, I've just, I haven't liked the story I'm living in. Mm. And I feel the consequences in the way of it. I don't like it. Mm. Um, and? Well, it, it um, came to a head this summer in that um, am I going to God with my kind of pissy heart about the story, but recognizing that he can resolve it either by changing the story or bringing me into it in some new way. It's been interesting because uh, there just came a a morning sitting in my chair, as I often do, just pondering and looking to God and being quiet and praying. Uh, He simply said, Craig, uh, your story. Pause for a moment. Friends, this is so funny. You hear that in the background. It's Tuesday morning here in Colorado Springs. And Tuesday mornings, for some reason, tends to be the mornings that we schedule podcasts. (laughs) But but it also happens to be our trash pickup morning. (laughs) It's just too – it's too hysterical. Craig, Craig, stop it. (laughs) What you're hearing in the background, other than Craig McConnell making prop noises, is the trash service comes through – it just cracks me up. This happens almost every time we come in to record. Why don't we switch our podcast yeah. recording days <laughs> yeah. from something other than Tuesday morning when we know that trash truck is going to pull through here? Anyway, I just thought our listeners would enjoy a little moment of life here. Yeah. Um, back to you're in your chair. You're processing this with yeah. God. And what happened? Yeah. God shows up. He shows up. He decides it's so interesting. It feels like there's a time and a place for him to address and speak to kind of the cry of our heart. And it was on this particular morning a couple weeks ago. And he just simply said, Craig, the themes of your new normal are pretty much the themes of your 
previous story, and actually the themes of your new normal are the themes of every man's life. You're living in a story where you desperately need me Mm. to understand it, interpret it, Mm. to get through it. The themes of I have an enemy who's out to destroy me and uh, that there's mystery, that there's the hope for a rescue, redemption, that good will come of this, that there's the struggle to understand or believe that the Father's heart is good, and then there's the waves of, of course, he's good. I mean, my new normal just simply requires in a fresh, new way everything that my last chapter required, which is God, Mm. just an absolute Mm. dependence and trust in God in a deeper way as my father. Which rescued you from what? It rescued me, I think, from being stuck in just this kind of, uh, I don't like the story I'm in. I don't like the story I'm Mm. in. Mm. In kind of a chip against God and actually um, colored how I interact and related to people. You know, it's easy for me to go into that angst thing of my life is hard. Yeah. And if you understood how hard my life is, you'd give me a whole lot of compassion and understanding. Right. You cut me some more slack. Yeah. Yeah. And it also legitimized the agreements I could make that I'm done. It's over. I'm not a part of the team. I'm on the bench. My story is cancer and its impact. And all those agreements and kind of that direction and kind of that um, just kind of that holding back, being true and living life fully and kind of going to God. Mm. Here's what's shouting to me as I'm listening to you. And this is all pretty much unrehearsed, gang. We don't kind of practice these and then get in front of the microphone. We just come in and talk and share what God's teaching and doing in our lives. Uh, Let me just affirm. This is totally unrehearsed. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Mostly unrehearsed? (laughs) So here's what's shouting at me as I'm listening to you, Craig. You know, the big kind of flashing lights are is the word interpretation. Mm-hmm. Interpretation. I think that all of us are constantly interpreting life, events, from something as small as the look on someone's face, mm-hmm. right, or a remark that they made, or the fact that they haven't returned your phone call yet. You know, we interpret that and we start interpreting the story, you know, to much, much larger things, ultimately to how our life is going right now and whatever our current normal is. We we are in the midst of and we are profoundly impacted by interpretation. And what you just shared was not a story about physical suffering. It wasn't a story about memory loss. It wasn't a story about cancer. What you just shared, this is what's so clear to me right now. You just shared a story of God rescuing interpretation Mm -hmm. and the difference that that makes. That's huge. I think you're right. You know, that Jesus, please, wherever I am right now, rescue my interpretation of these things. Mm-hmm. That's good, John, because we do have new normals. Life does 
dramatically change for us on some level in some way or circumstances. There's so many different things people are facing and are confronted with or pop up out of nowhere. And you kind of get hit blindsided or knocked off center. And the way I was interpreting post-chemo was, yeah, making agreements with, you know, all the wrong interpretations. And I needed God to Mm. enter in and say something, Mm. redirect it. Mm -hmm. I I guess I'm just affirming that. Yeah, because here's the other thing I'm struck by. If that's true, if that's true, if if we are, all of us, pretty much in the midst of interpretation, interpreting conversations we just had, Mm -hmm. events that are taking place, interpreting what's happening with our health, our finances, our, you know, whatever, then wouldn't this be where the enemy is most working? Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't this be the ripest field, you know, for him to be at play in mm-hmm. is affecting our interpretation of things? And then, bam, I just immediately went back to, well, wasn't that what happened in the garden? I mean, he came to Eve and reinterpreted the situation, right? Yeah. And we call it putting his spin on things. But it was a reinterpretation of information, circumstances, events, right? And the fact that she bought his interpretation – what I want to call a reinterpretation, you know, the fact that she bought the reinterpretation of things, you know, took out the human race. Yes. And so like, whoa, like how powerful is this? Jesus, you know, I mean, here's what I find myself wanting to pray. Jesus, like, whoa, rescue my interpretation of things. Yes. Because so oftentimes I'm just assuming my interpretation is correct. Yes, yes. And by Jesus reinterpreting, that doesn't change the circumstances, but it changes everything about how we're living in those circumstances, yes. right? Oh, absolutely. Like nothing has changed in terms of the circumstances, but okay, I am in this story needing God, hoping for a rescue, mm. desperately aware of an enemy and my need for God. And This goes back to the previous podcast of that the situation is I still said goodbye last month right. to all three of my sons within 10 days. They've all moved on. Luke back to college, which is great. Blaine into his new adult life, which I bless, you know, living a couple states away. And, and Sam and Susie off to their married life together several states away. And I bless that. I bless yes. their choices. But the circumstances are the same. But the interpretation of this, I mean, Jesus just simply speaking into it to say, oh, John, nothing is lost, Mm -hmm. not permanently, not for you, not for those who love me, not for those who get to participate in the kingdom, you know, Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, my goodness, what a sweet, sweet, sweet sentence for him to speak. It rescued my interpretation. Therefore, it rescued my heart. And opened up the doors to life again. And my story isn't cancer. My story isn't chemo brain. 
my story is finding God in rich, deep, profound ways in this mm. season, in these circumstances. Mm. And I defy that small story, that minor theme, mm-hmm. as being the major story, mm-hmm. the major theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amen. So there you have it, friends. Interpretation. Something to think about. This is the Ransomed Heart Podcast. John Eldridge and Craig McConnell. Just loving that you're listening in. Yeah. 